0: This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the Business Station. Hello, I'm T for Health and Living. On this special episode of Because Feelings Matter, I'm letting children tell me about their feelings and what matters to them, in conjunction with World Children's Day, which was commemorated on the 20th of November. This is the second part of this episode and I had three rather boisterous teenagers in the studio with me.
1: My name is Jibril. I am 16 years old. I'm a year 10 student and I also enjoy um, things like video games, boxing and MMA and I enjoy making videos sometimes.
2: Hi, my name is Joshua and I'm 14 years old. This year, I am in year 10. I mostly play video games for entertainment. I'm not very unique. Yeah, that's it.
3: Hello, I'm Kate. I am 16 years old and I'm in year 11. Uh, I also have a dog, a toy poodle. Uh, Her name is Truffle and she'll be turning one really soon, actually. All three teenagers have grown up with
0: neurodivergence in their lives. Just before the age of two, Joshua was diagnosed with pervasive developmental disorder not otherwise specified, and later identified as being dual exceptional. While Jibril has a younger brother with autism, and as for Kate, she attended an inclusive primary school where she had friends with different needs and challenges along the neurodiverse spectrum.
2: Not that I'm uncomfortable saying this, but I I don't consider myself autistic, and the reason being, my parents have been very, very good about it. They took me for a lot of early intervention therapy, which is where, I mean, it's in the name. It's early intervention. You're, it's better when you're younger, and I think since my parents were, very, they were very quick to catch that. My 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 mom's a, my my mother's a doctor. And so, yeah, I'm really lucky, but I, I can't remember anything about, a lot about my childhood or about autism. So I don't think I'm the best person to ask.
0: But do you feel that there are things about you that's unique or different?
2: No, not really. I'd like to think of myself as a boring person.
1: Can I just wholeheartedly disagree to that statement? <laughs> you talking about you. I don't see when I think of Joshua. I don't think boring at all. The boring doesn't come to mind. Like, one, he's loud, and loud doesn't it is not the equivalent to boring. It would usually mean like, you know, um, his behavior is. It's it's erratic. I'm annoying. Irrational. (laughs) mm. You know you can't say no. Okay, okay, okay. Annoying to a certain extent, but I I think the main reason I don't see him as boring is because he's the kind of guy that brings life to the classroom. What I mean by that is because without him, then the year ten classroom would have definitely been much boring. Because at least. He's trying to talk and say something. Joshua's not the kind of guy that, um, I guess, keeps the, 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 um, a dead vibe. And I'll be honest, probably, we're, we're probably the, most, the, the two most annoying kids in class. Absolutely.
0: Joshua's views give me an interesting perspective of how neurodivergent people view themselves. As an individual, yes, but not as an other I turn to Jibril, whose younger brother has autism. What do you think people don't understand about neurodivergence or autism?
1: When I think of autism, the first thing that comes to mind is literally just different ability. Because autism, yes, it's a special need. But it doesn't make this person a different being. Like, this person is still human, for crying out loud. Which is what I think people still have to remember because when it uh, for example like my brother he's very i f- I truly feel that he's a very sensitive person especially when it comes to certain things because one thing you'll notice about autistic people they're different in ways that just that just helps them live that that helps them live life better there there are certain things that sure sure there are certain things that they definitely have to learn but they they like things in order, there are certain things they li- they like they like like for example, if I were to walk in a room with my brother, he'd always tell me to close the door, otherwise he's going to be re- really upset. And yes, that may seem like a small matter, but it's just the way they are. So we have to be, I guess, we have to be more sensitive when it comes to people with special needs because, at the end of the day, if you think about it, things are are actually a lot harder for them like the thing i always that that really struck me about autistic people is that things that are easy for us are challenging for them and things that are challenging for us are like really easy for them such as um maybe an autistic person would have such uh, like like a talent that no one else has i guess for example and i guess basic everyday tasks are not easy for autistic people it's just the way that their brain was wired and just think of it as a different ability, mainly because they just need more support in some way, I guess. I'm not saying that they're not capable, but I'm just saying that there are certain things that they require in life to, to make them feel better. And, it's, and we have to remember, it's not their fault at all. It's just the way they were born. I, I know so because, um, like I said, I have a brother with autism and I'll admit it's definitely challenging living with him sometimes but at the end of the day i still love him and we all try our best to you know get along with him and stuff so yeah
2: i do want to say though i think people are much more aware now and especially in the western countries i see it's much more friendly towards them
1: it's definitely much more friendly but i mean there are definitely certain people who still don't know much about it
0: and speaking of awareness, this is a generation that knows a lot more about mental health than those before them.
3: Um, obviously, social media is a big thing in our generation because we grew up with it you know, it's in our childhood till now. Uh, but for me in my school, uh, they'll bring it up and they'll try and educate a lot of people and you know, expand their knowledge about different mental illnesses and how serious it can be so that we can support one another, it, it does help us. Um, it kind of makes us research more about it and look into it way more uh, other than just skimming the surface and being like, yeah, depression is, is when you're sad, you know?
0: Does having good mental health mean being happy all the time?
1: Absolutely mm, nope. not. Nope, that is not nope. good mental health. Because let's be honest, it's... I'm going to use this word, it's impossible to be happy all the time. Because yes, although you may see someone always with a smile on their face, but at the end of the day, are they really happy all the time? I mean, I'm sorry, but being happy all the time—that's just not possible. You're gonna, you, you, you're human, and all of us are human, and you're gonna, you're gonna have to deal with emotions. Not like deal, not like deal with it, like, but like yeah. you know, emotions are gonna come, and they're just something that's a part of you. So. Yeah, good mental health is definitely not being happy all the time. How I would define good mental a health? a
2: is- healthy amount of stress on your brain and body is what I'd say, because you know, like Nihril said, it's impossible to be happy all the time, and in also not to be like to be like, if you are relaxed 100 percent of the time, I, I don't know what you're doing with your life.
0: Young people today may know a lot more about mental health, but are they equipped to manage their emotions?
3: There are definitely some people who tend to see you being upset or like not happy with life to be ungrateful. Or maybe you just want attention, so you're just faking that you're sad, right? Um, But the way I cope with it is uh, I express it through music. So I just... (laughs) I play the electric guitar and I like to draw too. So that's just like a more peaceful way of expressing all the emotions and the stress. But sometimes I do boxing too, which is obviously a bit unusual considering I'm like really short and really tiny.
1: Size don't matter.
3: (laughs) That's true. That's true. Um... But that's also another way to express emotions Without physically hurting anyone or yourself
1: Yes, I box as well Because I guess boxing is a good way to express Just let it all out Because at the end of the day you 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 are you, At least you're hurting something But not someone There's a, Yeah, I'm definitely the kind of guy That suppresses my emotions Because I feel like At the end of the day If I just share it with anyone It's going to burden them And you're not going to get any benefit out of it But... I guess he, he, many people are starting to realize that the more you suppress, the more it's gonna de- destroy you inside. Because at the end of the day, it I know it it doesn't it doesn't look like it, it doesn't seem like it, but you're bottling everything up inside you. That's just gonna make you even even more. That's just gonna make you feel even more bad, and then it's just gonna affect you badly. Mm. And yeah, I'm definitely the kind of person that doesn't like to share my emotions with anyone because. Not parents, especially not parents. I'm sorry to say that, but especially not parents. Co- Friends. Friends, no. no way. I'm sorry, but no.
2: Nope.
1: <laughs> but I, yeah, I definitely do find other ways to like cope.
2: I think,
1: in general, most people, including me,
2: have, yeah, sort of given in to this culture of looking happy. Yeah, I'm not very good at communicating. Is another of my weaknesses, I think. Yeah, I'm. I try to, but it's it's tough. But it's it's. I mean, it's it's
1: always tough. I wouldn't say I'm a healthy way of. You can say it. I mean, at least you're coping in some way.
2: I don't think. Ve- uh, like, as I previously mentioned, I do enjoy playing video games. Mm. Because I'm a boy. That's what we do.
3: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Hello. Kate is here. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Kate, please.
0: <laughs> yeah, girls play the games. No, mm-hmm. you,
2: you don't exist.
3: Oh, no, come on. You're, wow.
2: you're okay, okay.
1: Calm down. All right.
2: Okay, but on a more serious note, I don't think playing video games is the best way to sort of cope with anything, actually.
0: Jibril, Kate and Joshua are on the cusp of major exams. Many of us would remember this as a difficult phase in adolescence. You're juggling your studies, exams and expectations from everyone around you. Is school tough? Um,
1: yes. To put it simply, yes, it is tough mainly because uh, the subjects I am taking are quite difficult for me. But it, At the same time It's more I don't know it's a, it's, a, it's a very It's a very significant mixture Of tedious And toughness So mm. That's That's pretty much What I'm dealing with Right now I guess In yeah. school
0: You say difficult for you Is it because you see Other people are sort of like Doing pretty okay with it But you struggle more?
1: Huh? Yes I see the other The other's papers and books and i always say to myself like oh wow they actually have answers that are that are rational (laughs) that makes sense (laughs) and when it comes to me i'm not even using well i i I am i try to i'm trying to use like the keywords and i guess formulas that they give us but i guess i just don't know how to adapt them well (laughs) i feel like i'm not helping myself enough so yeah it's definitely the will to do certain stuff that really gets to me and it's definitely a discipline factor. But I'd say it's just the fact that this subject is difficult for me. Sometimes I'm just not willing. I'll admit, sometimes I'm, I'm really just not willing to put up with it sometimes. So, yeah. I guess in some way, it's a, the will to do it and it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a discipline factor for me. So, yeah. I hate language.
2: I I absolutely despise it and the moment I get out of year 11 and the moment I complete my IGs I am no I am not touching it maybe ever I will say though I'm just gonna go like math, physics, other anything but that
1: I will say though you're not bad at languages like at all yeah but no but like
2: I don't know I find Malay Chinese I feel so like foreign I kinda of, and not Malaysian as if that's like a, oh.
1: having an existential
2: <laughs>
3: crisis. like a banana? That is fair,
1: am I, I really like, Malaysian? <laughs> I asked myself that question multiple times, so yeah i could I could definitely relate when it comes to that
3: so I take eleven subjects I was trying to count and double check like am I saying it right, or am I exaggerating? Uh, Yes, it's 11 subjects. I wish I counted wrong, but yeah. Uh, I struggle with economics a lot, even though a lot of people in my class say that, you know, oh, it's just common sense to me. I'm like, what is this black magic? Uh, But I feel like it's obviously... I'm trying to make myself feel better by saying, oh, it's not you, you know, it's the the teacher. Mm." Uh, but actually um, in my school the teachers um, have their own ways of teaching and some of them don't fit other students so we tend to not understand a lot Uh, for example a lot of students prefer visual learning so that's why a lot of people use you know images to kind of represent and give examples that you relate to um, but some of our teachers, they don't tend to do that. So we just have a document full of words and they just project it and they scroll through it. Um, for me, I sometimes, uh, you know, those really long questions that they have like a lot of extra unnecessary stuff. It kind of like throws me off in a different direction because I don't really look... At things straightforward I try and dig deeper And I think Oh there's probably A a different meaning But there actually isn't And I fail Uh, So I do need help At like breaking down Questions like those And simplifying them Into like separate categories And blocks You know this is necessary This is unnecessary
1: Distraction is also a big factor Yeah The entire world Just being around (laughs) you (laughs) I I don't know It's always like Just I guess your mind Just goes somewhere else Even if there's no Distractions around you Your mind just drifts off Somewhere else Because Let's be honest You're too interested In other stuff That you just don't want To do The work that's in front of you
2: I think distractions are a problem for everybody. I mean, you're not... Don't go and tell me with a straight face that I am very diligent and I never get distracted. You don't exist. Everyone, it's just some people are a little more distractible. And again, again like Dribble said, depending on what you're doing, you can kind of not want to...
0: All three of them described growing up in pretty typical Asian families with parents who are loving and also who quote-unquote nag them. But despite parents being the ones who should know their children best, we know this isn't always the case. Our relationship with our parents are often complex and messy, full of unspoken thoughts, wishes and fears. And as Jibril had said earlier, it's not easy telling your parents about your feelings and your vulnerabilities.
1: The thought I always have in my head when I'm thinking about what are my parents thinking about me is I'm always making assumptions, saying like, yeah, they they, they love you, but at the same time, it's like a a big burden for them. So I'm always just like, um, yeah, my mother definitely sees, like always sees the positive light in me which is something i don't know how she does it but she does it as for my father yes he i i can tell he's trying to also see the positive light in me but i can tell that it's definitely much harder for him because he's always sorry papa by the way um i think it's always because one he's someone that's always believed in like Doing your best Taking risks And like Working very hard Not to say that my mother Is not a hard working person But I'm saying my father Is deeply ingrained into that I don't These are just assumptions By the way I don't know if this is What they actually think He's definitely thinking That I could do better But like I just probably think that I'm probably just another problem For them So I don't know
3: I, I don't mean to be like Talking bad about my parents But um I feel like they see me as an ungrateful person uh, because I don't tend to, like, say say things to them and really express it into words. I just do it in actions because I, I kind of find it a bit cheesy and awkward to just go like you know oh thank you I love you so much. It's like uncomfortable.
2: It's hard to say I love you and there's no follower.
1: I can vouch for that because there are definitely moments where they we they would rethink why you're saying that. This is why. This is why I struggle with saying things like Mm. I I love you to my parents Because even though I do say it I would always get afraid that they would like Tease me or something In ways that I would not expect But like Have you ever heard of it when there's like The kid goes Mom, Mom, have I ever told you how much I love you? Okay, how much money do you want? (laughs) You know But no, no, it's not like that It's not like that It's just in a way where it's just like the struggle of saying I love you I don't know why It's such a struggle for me It should not be But like
3: It's a bit difficult To directly tell them Obviously from here I, I would happily say it But Directly It would be It feels awkward Because you don't really know What to say after that And you just Leave the room And they'll just be thinking Like what just happened uh, I, I definitely know That they love me very much But Obviously, sometimes when you do something wrong, you you feel so guilty, and then you start to overthink, and you tell yourself, you know, oh, you know, you're you're such a bad kid.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think I don't know. I I, I guess I think that what my mom and dad think of me is very accurate. Like I'm not gonna be hiding everything from my parents because I'll feel guilty if I do, and I'll like I'll die, kill. But... Hell no, it's hard to get like the perfect family like you see in like all those movies. Again, it, it, it is nobody's fault. Unless it's my fault, which
1: I guess... Okay, I, 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 uh, that, 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 no, that's a thought that's ingrained in all of us at the end of the day.
0: That unspoken guilt of not being good enough for their parents and the anxiety of expressing their love... That's not exactly the perception that people often have of the Gen Zs being entitled, unmotivated, or self-focused. And these three teens continued to surprise me when I asked them about what they see in their future.
3: To be honest, most of the time I'm not quite sure what I want to do in my career path. It's kind of a wild mix. But nowadays, I'm, I'm quite sure a lot of people do this, but we tend to lean towards what's more realistic instead of what you want to be. So when I was younger, I I did a lot of drama performances. So I wanted to be an actress. Uh, But now that I think about it, you know, realistically, it would be better to lean towards more practical stuff. And... Obviously, I will look at my grades and look at the subjects I've chosen and really like think of how that could fit into the job requirements.
1: Yeah, like Kate said, at the end of the day, we're all leaning towards what we can actually do compared to following our dreams, I guess you could mm. say. But it's like the way people think nowadays is more... Uh, it relates more to like reality.
0: Perhaps the days of expecting young people to follow a predetermined career path are gone.
1: Yeah, personally, I I hate that. That
2: sounds horrible. <laughs> it's like imagine it's like funneling you down into like you are this person, and that's your identity. You're like you are going to become, or you 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 should become a doctor or an engineer. Mm. And yeah, of course things happen in life, but yeah sometimes you don't get the job you want most many times a lot of the time you don't get the job you want if everyone got the job they want then we'd be living in a utopia and like everyone's happy but like Kate said more realistic that's not gonna happen it's very it's a very big world I mean I definitely
1: have hopes but at the end of the day I'm like okay just see what happens to you because anything can happen at the end of the day
3: uh, yeah, obviously it's mm. not very realistic to just keep dreaming about what your ambitions are Obviously it's a good thing to motivate you to work towards something But mm. not having a clear path is also alright Because obviously that means you have different paths You don't have just one path to go towards
2: Yeah Because dreams have requirements <laughs> you, you you don't have one path to go towards and especially And then you don't have to beat yourself up about it yeah, you can keep on going. It's fine.
3: Well, we try not to beat ourselves up, up about yeah, it. Hard. But it's hard yeah. It's not the
1: easiest thing to do. It's not the easiest thing
3: to the do. The voices.
1: Yeah. No.
0: <laughs> it made me wonder as I closed up the studio to go back to my own family. How much are children juggling behind the facade that they show us? As our world becomes ever more fast-paced, we assume that all young people are resilient and capable enough to keep up with the increasing expectations placed on them. But are they living in a world that supports them to bear up under all this pressure? World Children's Day exhorts us all to ask ourselves these questions. And more importantly, to ask children and young people these questions. Because it will be their world after all, not ours. This is Because Feelings Matter, a series featuring personal stories of people and their mental health issues. If you missed any part of the show or if you'd like to listen to previous podcasts, You can search for it on bfm.my or on our BFM app. You've been listening to Health & Living on BFM 89.9.
3: You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.